To another episode of JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Are we just, starting? It's just jumping in. What did you? I thought you were gonna. I don't know. Maybe uh, there should be a camera. Don't we applaud first? <laughs> no. Okay. I thought there'd be like a mic check or something. Please proceed. Oh no no! You, you guys have been doing a mic check this mic whole time. Mic check, mic check. All right. So uh, yeah. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Now you're too loud. Like the rest of the episodes, you were like quiet, and now you're just like screaming. Ah! Oh my god. Okay, um, yeah, so here we're going to discuss episodes 6 and 7 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, so these two episodes are, are separate contained stories. Last um, time we recorded, we talked about a continuous arc uh, of the Nijimura brothers. Uh, that was over three episodes, and it was uh, we meet Okuyas and Keicho Nijimura. And wait, it is Keicho, right? Yeah. Uh, Keicho dies. Sucker. Okuyas becomes a buddy, even though we don't really see him that much in these episodes. That's true. Right? Mm, yeah. We see him at one point. Like, we he's like, hey, I, you know, Koichi's over there. Yeah, he doesn't show up hardly at up, all like, in the, the second episode. He shows up, the of the first one, and then I don't remember yeah. him in mm-hmm. the second one at all. Mm. It's, it, well, and these, the two episodes that we watched are both titled after uh, a character in the show. So I think they're kind of like focusing on each character. So the first episode we watched is just called Koichi Hirosei, uh, and then a parenthetical is the name of the stand, which is Echoes. Or in the American uh, translation, it's Reverb. Oh, but it's Echoes like the Pink Floyd song. Exactly. So mm-hmm. our two deuteragonists, I think that's the word, um, both have Pink Floyd references. Don't laugh. Gosh. I like words. Who are the deuteragonists? Uh, that would be Josuke and Koichi. Are you saying you can't have more than one protagonist? I look. Wikipedia ruined me. Uh-huh. All right, it taught me words like. Oh, that's what did it. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, uh, sorry, I don't know the names. Uh, who's the new buddy? The well, the new buddy isn't 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 one of the main guys in my opinion. You mean big hair Greedo? No, no, not the one with the big hair. The the the, the guy who was new the last. Episode, the last with, podcast episode with the X scars on his face. It's O something, Obama. It's Barack it's Obama. Barack Obama. It's, oh, <laughs> it's uh, it, that's Okuyas. Okay, got Okuyas. it. Yeah. I like him. He's great, but no, I, I think that the two main people would be Josuke, who's the Joe Star with the pompadour, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and Koichi, who's the little the little guy the with, little guy with, with the hair. with the the stand called He's Echoes. Weird and creepy. What? He's weird. Why do you think no, he's no, creepy? No, no, the little, the little guy, the, the good, creepy. the kid. Oh, the kid, oh, the, kid the kid is yeah. yeah, the little baby kid. The baby's, the baby's fine. The, yeah, the guy who was the, the narrator for like two seconds. Yeah, and then, I like him. And then he stopped narrating. So the first episode is named after him, and oh, right, yeah, so so okay. just like so, him. Josuke has Crazy Diamond, which <laughs> I've is I've been a, watching this show. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I remember you being there. <laughs> Um, so they both have Pink Floyd references, which is an interesting bit of consistency. I, I, he, Araki usually doesn't have consistency like that. Mm. So that, that was kind of cool. Um, and the creepy guy you're talking about is the guy who has the lock stand. Uh, yes, the guilt. Yes. The, the guilty gear. I, I have him in my notes. 
as <laughs> Greedo big hair and square hair. Why why Guido? No, Greedo cuz he's greedy. Oh, Greedo. Yeah, and he does have a big hair with very pronounced like not widow's peak but the sides of your hairline that come in. Yeah. I don't like him. Very weird. I really don't like him. I... And I hate that he's a friend now. Because, I... like, why would they be friends with this guy? He's such a jerk. I really yeah. didn't understand his motivation. He, like, was creeping on uh, Koichi's mom and sister. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Being really creepy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, tried to, like, manipulate them and, like, steal money and, like, yeah. torture. <laughs> it's, like, pretty much torture. He's a dick. And then I don't awful. understand. And now he's their friend? Well, like... I think he was for this episode, and you turned to me and you were like, oh, no, is he going to be a friend? <laughs> but then towards the end of the episode, and this is the second episode we'll be talking about, he gets, like, punched in the head. Mm-hmm. Remember the other with guy stand? Oh, yeah, with a brick. Yeah, yeah. he gets yeah. smacked with a brick and goes to the hospital. Oh, yes, yes. I but he doesn't happy. die. Okay. As far as we know. But I figure that he'd be a friend, so he'd be coming back. He, he's also in the opening credits, although I feel like oh, probably is everyone is in the opening credits. That might be true. He's got a weird uh, fashion thing going on, too, because he's got like a button-down shirt that has, on one side, I think it's the French flag on one side of the call, and the other side... Sacre bleu! Yeah, that's French. <laughs> the other side, I think it's... Is it Denmark that's red with the white cross? He, I think it's Denmark. No, Sweden is yellow and blue. Switzerland... Uh oh, maybe I don't know. That would also be a French-speaking country. Let's we have describe no, we have flags. No it's red with a small white cross. Them. Do you want me to just do every well, flag I can do, think of? Do random flags. What's the one with see. the circle and it's three legs and they're kind of running in one direction, but it's a circle of legs? Is that Pac-Man? It's, the Pac-Man flag. <laughs> it's uh, the Isle of Man. Okay. It's, a, it's my favorite flag, probably. It's a sexist country. Is it? Yeah. Isle of Man doesn't have sovereignty. No it's women. not its own country. <laughs> oh, because it's Isle. Yeah. Of Man. Do you get it? Do you know how to lead? <laughs> yeah, I'll do okay. it. Um, whatever. Uh, so he, he's weird, and he's also um, drawn tiny. He's like the same height true. as Koichi. Except he's a grown mm-hmm. man. Well, he's 20. It's a, that's a grown man. He's not growing anymore. It's true. <laughs> uh, and, and, I, and this is why you had asked me, like, why is Koichi so small? And I was like, well, he's a little baby. I was like, well, maybe, you know, I think it's because Araki starts to draw people smaller. But no, by this point, he doesn't really do that. I was thinking of this guy. I was like, oh, later there's characters that are this height. But I think he actually, re- I looked up um, this like explanation book someone translated parts of. And he just said in regards to uh, Kobayashi, who's the guy with the lock, the creepy guy, uh, that he drew him this small so that he could be like easier to draw with Koichi because they interact this whole episode. And apparently in the manga, he's drawn initially at normal height, like mm-hmm. normal grown man height, but then after uh, Koichi beats him, uh, he's then drawn at the same height as Koichi. Like he comes mm-hmm. down to be like his, because he, he wants to be like his servant at the end. Yeah. How tall would you say normal grown man height is? What do you mean? In real life or in, in the anime? I mean, what else is there? Just the rest of the characters you see, like the high school girls, you know, Josuke's maybe a little bit too tall, the Nijimura brothers, they're all like, you know, five something. And Koichi and this other guy are like four foot something, I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty small. They're pea small. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I love this episode. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good one, right? It's very psychological. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I really did. Because I was like waiting for... Um, uh, like to find out more about Koichi, Koichi. Mm-hmm. and I liked how like how that he was the hero in this episode and I also yeah. think his stand is cool it's yeah. a fun stand it's interesting yeah I don't really get it but Kinda I think it's cool looking, but yeah it's it's a little inconsistent 
because, well, I don't know if it is, because it's basically, so it's called echoes, right? And it's that if it makes a sound, that sound then becomes words. Mm -hmm. So if he hits something and the sound would make a slap sound, then like the word, like the, the manga, the comic book sound effect for slap appears on whatever it hit. And then it just kind of keeps repeating that sound over and over again. Right. So basically what the plot that we've, we've missed discussing is that Koichi gets guilted by this dude who makes him first think that he ran over his cat. If you remember, he's biking and he's like, oh, I got right. this new bike. Yeah. And Which is the most, it's a very roundabout way of mugging someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just mug them. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like... Although you do I realize that he has to do it that the, way. The idea... Because well, of the guilt thing. Because he's not quite mugging. Like, if, if you are totally convinced and, like, you're, you give in to the guilt and everything, then it's like, oh, man, I just, I just did a horrible thing and That's I felt true. really bad and I just gave him money, you know? So that was just my first thought. I was like, if he wants money, then... He, he's doing it without committing a crime, yeah. you know? He's making it into not a crime. And he says at one point that from somebody he was able to get like the title to their house and all this stuff. You can't you can't rob that. So what happens is uh, Koichi's riding his bike and he hits like a bag and blood starts coming out of the bag and you hear like a like a bad like meowing sound. And the creepy guy we've been talking about, Kobayashi, is sitting on a bench nearby and he's like, "You just ran over that cat and killed it." Um, and then I forget what he does. Right after that? Eventually he's like, by the way, it was my cat. Eventually, yeah. yeah. He's like, how would you run over my cat? And then Koichi's like, wait, why did you put your cat in a bag in the middle of the road? And he's like, don't worry about it. But he eventually is like, you should give me money like, so we can give that cat a proper burial. And Koichi starts to feel guilty because he's convincing him, like, you know, you killed that animal. And as he feels guilty, a big metal, well, metal-looking padlock in the form of a stand appears on his chest and it, like, locks him into place. Um, and he feels guilty, and he gives uh, Kobayashi his wallet. And I don't know if I would feel that guilt. I mean, I would like feel an initial pang of guilt, but mm -hmm. then I'd be like, "Boy, did you put your cat in the middle of the road?" <laughs> yeah, most people don't do that. And if you do run over it, you might feel. Uh, yeah, you'd probably feel bad though. Like it might not be your fault, but you would still feel bad. My dad told me a story once. Uh, I don't know if he wants, whatever. Uh, that when, when he was younger... No, he wants everyone to know this. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> when, when I was younger, and like he told me the story, and then years later, in like middle school or high school, I forget, I would tell people this story, and I told it wrong, that when he was driving, like somewhere near his house, there was like a white like sheet, and I guess a body under it, and he ran over it. And This is not the real story. No, this is the real story. Ooh. And people had, people had already been running over it, so it's not like my dad didn't kill anybody. I mean, for all we know, it was like the coup de grace. I don't know. but I don't know what that means. The coup de grace is like the final blow. Okay, Like Got it. the one that, <clears throat> that kills him. Um, at least I think. I actually picked it up from Evangelion, a different anime. Um, Things we've learned from anime. Yeah, I've learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> and I just told, I would tell people that story and I'd be like, yeah. And then he just kept on driving because he was like, you know, I guess other people already ran him over, like, whatever. And I remember telling my dad that, and he was like, no, I went home, and I cried, and I told my father what had happened, and he had to, like, comfort me. I was like, oh, Aww. that makes way more sense. Did anyone ever call the police? Yeah. Okay. I think. I'll tell you who didn't call the police, the guy in the sheet. He was a, a human body? I think so, yeah. Whoa. See, now I'm afraid to, like, commit and do, like, what my gut instinct is, like, the, from the faint memories, because I could yeah. be totally wrong. 
My dad could be like, it was a cat and this guy asked me for money. <laughs> but so then what happens is, so then Okuyasu and Josuke see what's going on and they're able to see the lock and they come over and Okuyasu f- at some point punches Kobayashi in the face. And instead of just falling over or taking the punch, he kind of like purposely like wobbles backwards towards the curb and then falls and knocks his own tooth out. Right. He dove like a soccer player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a... He like very obviously like danced right. around and hit the curb. <laughs> like it's a World Series or World Cup game and you got to get those... Uh, That's right. Yeah, whatever it's called. And those... <laughs> what is this? In that sporting event. Yeah. <laughs> that popular physical activity. <laughs> Um, and Ogiyasu even then is kind of like, well, why did you wobble around like that? But he still feels bad because his tooth, you know, was knocked out. So he gets a lock on him because he feels responsible. Um, but Josuke kind of saves everyone because he figures out like, hey, is this your cat? And it's just a doll that has like a, like a sound chip in it, uh, and like fake blood. So, um, what do you call it? Koichi doesn't feel guilty anymore because he didn't really run over an animal. Mm-hmm. And then because Josuke can heal people, he takes the tooth and puts it back into Kobayashi's mouth, and it's perfect. It's not like, you know, no permanent damage done at all. So then Okuyasu feels better. He could be a dentist. He could be a dentist. He could like, be a lot of things. Just knock out your teeth and then, like, put them back together. He's done surgery. He's done <laughs> In the <surgery>. right way. <laughs> or, yeah, or take somebody else's teeth or that something. could have been a dentist, too. I'm pretty smart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, people say they have the highest rate of uh, depression, suicide. Didn't I tell doctors. you that? A few people have told me that. Okay. Including a dentist right before he killed himself. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That didn't happen to me. <laughs> I don't lead such an exciting life. This is a yeah. sad episode. It's all of me our, too. Of our podcast. I'm steering it. But way. These, are, these are kind of happy. It's a, it's a, but, well, I don't know. Kind of. Josuke's very cunning, isn't he? I feel bad mm. for I feel bad for the kid and his family. Hmm. Which kid? Koichi? Ko- Koichi. 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 The I'm guy with fr- the egg. I, I'm confusing. The little things. baby boy. I yeah. only know the They're Joes. hard, right? I only know the Jojos. Little baby and boy. And Joseph. And yep, same. Jonathan. I know all the Jojos. So after, so after the uh, Josuke helps Okuyasu and Koichi get the locks off them by exposing this guy for being a fraud, he runs away and leaves the wallet. But they find out that the wallet doesn't actually have money in it. It just has the corners of money. So it looks like he left the money, but really he took the important parts so of the bills. So clever. Yeah. So clever, and when did he have time to do that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Koichi is annoyed, and I forget if he chases him or if he just goes home. Um, and he finds this creepy guy, Kobayashi, giving his mom a back massage or a shoulder mm. massage. And she was loving it. She was loving it. And, oh, my God. And Koichi is like, what are you doing, you know... Rubbing my mom. Yeah, but he knew the answer. <laughs> Didn't he? Uh, well. So, and then Kobayashi explains to the, to the mom that, this, that they bumped into each other, and Koichi took his wallet. And his mom was just like, mm, that's all she said. Is that true? No. <laughs> I don't remember. What are you talking about? It wasn't that. The, the mom wasn't as much of like a participant in this. <laughs> that's true. She did, like, most... she did like the massage, she though. She did. Yeah. But it was mostly him. She didn't creepy. just like it. Okay. You can I, write your Miles fanfic it, later. Miles' dude. interpretation of this <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> uh, so he says, hey, we swapped wallets, you know, and my wallet had 500,000 uh, yen in it, which is like two do- a, about $2? Yeah, about $2. <laughs> it's a three Indian rupees. God bless America. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's about five grand in, in uh, U.S. dollars. So certainly not something a, a high school freshman would have. 
Um, and then he kind of quote unquote proves that Koichi had his his wallet because he reads out the contents of a receipt that he would have had in his. But in reality, he just put that receipt in Koichi's wallet before returning it to him. Um, but anyway, so when he kind of proves this, Koichi's mom feels really bad that her son is a thief and a con artist, and she gets a big lock on her. And then Koichi's sister comes in and she has a lock on her because we find out Kobayashi's like, oh yeah, I made her spill coffee on me and then made it seem like it really, really hurt. But so, why didn't it really, really hurt? I don't know. You never spilled really hot coffee on yourself? No, I've never done that. It, it sucks, but it's not that bad. Okay. I did it at Barnes & Noble once. We were going to write and I had Starbucks coffee and I spilled it on my hand and I had to it, pretend that I didn't want to just scream. Depends how hot the coffee is though. Because mm. it could be, it could like really burn you, but... Yeah, this people really usually, burned me, but it was just red for a while. People usually don't make coffee. So either way, she feels guilty. A, she spilled hot coffee on him, or B, she didn't make that coffee hot enough. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the tiniest lock around your heart. Yeah. You'd be like a two-centimeter lock, because you're like, oh, coffee could have been hotter. You would you live your whole life with that lock stand yeah, on you and never I can, care. I can live with this. <laughs> I can live with this guilt. One thing that I loved before Koichi even got into the house, his dog is named Police. I was going to point that oh, out. such yeah. a cute name. Yeah, and most likely a musical reference oh. to Police. No, I hate it. Why would why would you like the name Police not as a musical reference? I just like it. Like he, he's a little <laughs> cop dog. Like I just imagine just, him like solving your, crimes. Your dog is named Police. Yeah, it so just cute. writes traffic tickets. But I don't like the Police as a band. You don't? No. What about Sting, just by himself? I like that one song he has that's like... Is that Sting? Fields of Gold? or Yeah, that's Sting. Okay. I always thought it was Richard Marks, but I think you're right. I think it is. Yeah, it is Sting. Yep. Fields of Barley. That's it. God. Making beer out there. I can't participate in this conversation. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> there will be musical references that you can... Uh, I think there already have been, maybe. We should make a Not Spotify playlist. Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. Ones, give... I think, <clears throat> that I that I know of. Mm. So Koichi ultimately fixes everything by his stand actually hatches out of the egg now. Um, it's the big reveal. And yeah. it's an alien larva is what Araki said he was trying to go for the look. Yeah, mm. it doesn't look like anything. I was trying to. I don't. It, uh, it reminded me of something, and I forgot. And was then it I, a face hugger. I'm pretty sure I had a dream about it too. What? Oh, no. Before or after? Oh my god, after. <laughs> Not before seeing Damn. the episode. That'd be weird. I was hoping you were Nostradamus. <laughs> Do you remember the dream or... No, I don't remember anything. This is not a fun story. That's okay. Sorry, podcast listeners. I appreciate the fact that you had a dream about it. Wait, I, I can hear them. Definitely had it's a okay, dream. Jackie. Aww. You're good. Thanks, Great guys. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, so he uses his stand... He tries to hit Kobayashi just because that's what you would do, and this guy's being a dick to your family. And it doesn't hurt him, but it does what we were describing, where it leaves the sound effect mark on him, and it keeps making that punch sound. It would have been great, though, if his stand was just weak. Like, <laughs> I would have been satisfied with that. Yeah. But then how would he beat him? Like, Josuke bust in. Nah. Like, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> if he just had a useless stand. Oh. <laughs> That's maybe the thing it is, could like you know it could get stronger. So it could be something yeah, that like true. the whole you know every episode like you know it's useless and then eventually it's not right. you know. Right. I liked how he went Super Saiyan. Yes. Yeah, it's a little. It's, and it it's kind funny. of stayed that way. His hair. Yeah, it changed. Right, like it yeah. stayed different. I think the next episode though it was it was you know it was laid flatter. 
Yeah, but it wasn't totally down. flat like it, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think you asked me about it. I think you asked, was his hair like that before? Like, he's got those tiny little bangs, those little baby yeah. hairs in front. Because yeah. <laughs> he's a baby. Yeah. Um, he keeps hitting him to make all these different sound effects, and he's losing his mind. Um, so at one point... He out of, grabs a knife. Yeah, Kobayashi, the villain, out of desperation, grabs a knife and stabs himself very, very little bit. He even tells himself, like, make the wound shallow, but scream like it's a big deal. Koichi's mom sees this, and the lock gets even bigger on her, hurting her even more because it's, like, physically weighing her down. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to actually kill herself because she feels so terrible about yep. what a bad person her son is. That freaked me out. Big suicide ep. Yeah, she's going to go stab out. herself, and then... What's really interesting about the echoes stand here is that instead of it just making a sound effect, he says like, and 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 Crunchyroll or whoever translated it weirdly, they said they had it say "believe in me." Yeah. Really, it could just say "believe me," right? Because mm-hmm. he says to his mom like, right. "No, I wouldn't stab a dude." So he kind of ha- he yells like "believe me," uh, and th- and has his stand throw the phrase "believe me" at her. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps echoing, like reinforcing. Quite frankly, he could have just himself yelled, like, believe me, over and over. I guess this is like control C, control yeah. V. But this is almost like it's coming from inside her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. The sound sounds like they're coming from inside. Yeah. So she kind of like realizes she should believe her son. And uh, I guess that works for everything, right? Because Kobayashi made her think that her son stole as well. Yep. So she kind of she loses the lock. This evil guy almost made his mom kill herself. Mm-hmm. I know, it's pretty crazy. And they're like, at the at the end of the episode, it's like, all okay. Yeah. But what happened with the sister? I forget, did she just lose her lock? I think, maybe he just forced him to? Did he just tell him, like, take the lock off her? And he's like, I already did. Yeah. Okay, maybe. I think it's That's that. That's what happened. Well, the thing, she was also going to, not, she wasn't just going to kill herself. Be, like, she also felt the physical pain of the lock like it amplifies your yeah. guilt yeah that, that, yeah the, the, well it's like the pain of guilt be it I guess metaphorical or maybe in this universe the, like his stand actually physically hurts you I don't know yeah because it weighs you down yeah yeah that would that would collapse your spinal column mm-hmm. not feel good um, and then yeah at the end of the episode pretty much the only other development in this episode is just that Kobayashi is like, hey, I'm here to carry your books, right? And he's just like his little servant. Yeah, which I don't understand. What? what? Why did he... I don't understand his motivation for worshipping Koichi all of a sudden. I don't know if it's like he has another plan in mind. Like if he's going to use him to okay. then try and lock other people or what. But yeah, I wouldn't be around this guy. No. Yeah. I would be like, I don't want you to try to guilt me into anything. Yeah. You know? And also, like, he's just a horrible person. Yeah. You don't want those kinds of people in your life. But Koichi's yeah. just flattered by it. <laughs> I think he is. He just he's kind like, of ignores it. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's still he's letting like, him well, carry his books. you want to carry my books. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's episode six, which is called uh, Koichi Hirosei Echoes, or Reverb, if you're a dork. Uh, and then that's a standalone episode, although we do see uh, Kobayashi in the next episode a little bit. Uh, which is called, ah, uh, man. Well, the guy's stand name is Surface. And it's, I think, Toshikazu or something like that. Let what me... does Surface refer to? Surface? Uh, it's I the Microsoft this... Surface? No. It's oh, a... that's right, which is a, an excellent product. <laughs> <laughs> Beloved by NFL coaches. Uh, yeah, especially, uh, what's his name? 
Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Anyway, Surface was a 90s R&B band. They had a what? hit in like 1991. The guy's name is, so the episode name and what, the- What was the hit? Give me one second, I'm gonna look it up before I get away from this page. The guy's name is Toshikazu Hazamada. Just tell us, Mark. I can't do two things at once. <laughs> so let's just call this guy Hazamada or Hazamada. I'm gonna call him the- Emo guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Long hair emo guy? Yeah. Surface, yeah, there. it was called The First Time. I played it and I had no friggin' idea what it was. Do you want me to play it? No. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Fine. How do I split the difference on I that? I want to read the lyrics. Um, I don't know if well, I you can think do you that. know it? I want to find out if I know it. 1991, the year of. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at, for some reason today, uh, rap albums from 1991. And the only really good one. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna disagree with this. Was the low end theory by a tribe called Quest? Mm. That's it. That's all that came out that year. Okay, I I, I have no concept of time, and as far as association goes, you could tell me like this happened in the same day as this, and I would not remember that fact. Got it. For me, it would it would just be disassociated events. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just take your word for it. Yeah, I'm not getting a connection, but I don't know. Just pretend you're hearing like a boring R and B song. Uh, that's how I feel Mark, about it. What if it's my favorite song? It's definitely not. Okay. Because first of all, if it was your favorite song, you would know who Surface was. Okay. And Jackie, what's your favorite song? I don't want to tell you. Okay. Oh. It's a secret. Why? Really? Well, I don't know. Is it one I know? It's it's this time I know it's real by Donna Summer. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Okay. It's my favorite song of all time. It's a good one. I decided that when I was like seven. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this will be my favorite song forever. Nothing will ever change that. That's Did you come across songs that were like really good and you were like, no, I can't like it more than Donna Summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but uh, pretty much. Gotta stay there loyal. Was like, there's, there have been songs that like, oh, this is my favorite this year or whatever, but favorite song of all time. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I know your lucky number as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't don't tell anyone. I know. I, I, that's why I didn't say it because oh I didn't God. know if you wanted anyone to know. Too much information. Could that change if you found a number? No. That would never change. Oh my god. My lucky number will never change. I What's your favorite? I, oh, I also decided that when I was like 10. You made a lot of decisions as a kid. Just as a kid, I was like, this is, I think I think I thought that I needed to have a favorite of things. Okay. <laughs> so I just decided my favorites very early. That's what our marriage is. Oh yeah, you were my favorite. And then you I were like, that. and that's never gonna change. <laughs> You're good at this. And, and we had to prove it in front of people. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because it's the end of the year and I can't think of it now, uh, and this is already too long of a digression. Yeah, it's pretty long. But it's okay. We're music. I coffee. want to know what everyone's favorite song of the year is. I don't know mine yet, so I don't want to know now. Sure. But next time we record. Um, Jackie! Oh. <laughs> uh, mine would just be the I national anthem. I specifically said. Um, anyway, so this episode. I, was, I heard favorite song of the year and then I ignored everything else you said and started thinking about what my favorite song is. Oh, no. Now, like the rest of the episode, Jackie's just going to be checked out. I'm Being gonna, like, did that come out this I'm year? I'm going to be like, yeah. Well, that's why <laughs> like, we need I to like look it up. this song more than this one? Um, yeah. So, do you guys want to pause and we could figure out our favorite song? No, <laughs> no, no. We'll just do it next time we record. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, this episode starts with a dude stabbing himself in the eye. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about Both that. Both episodes start very bloody. Yeah, this is, so this is called Toshikazu Hazamada, parentheses, Surface. Uh, yeah, it's just like a kid in a room. What's surface refer to? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> um, it's a kid in a room. There's a few different like pictures of like pinups, like women in bikinis. And he just kind of sits down and calmly just takes a pencil out 
and just stabs himself in the eyeball with it. And we see blood like spray onto the wall. It's pretty gory. You don't really see it happen, but it's still gross. And the sound is very loud. Um, and then later, I forget exactly how, how long it takes him to get to this point. I think then we see Kobayashi being a servant, right? Yep. Still. Which I loved. Um, <laughs> I loved it. And they, they talk about it and they're like, hey, this kid, uh, you know, stabbed himself in the eye last night and he described being able to see his own eye on a stick yeah. or like he was looking at himself with his something like that and they explained that he got into an argument and I forget if they name uh, who the bad guy is Hazamada about their favorite idol uh, and if you didn't know idol is a it's the term in Japan for like a, a young like woman celebrity mm. um, boys can be idols can they, they be? They? I think they can okay that's I think you're probably right they might but even... like for women not well, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, they might, they <laughs> might call it like boy idol. Because when I hear idol, I, I immediately think of a woman. Maybe that's just my angle. I don't know. But uh, so they were arguing about which one is better or something like that. Something really petty. Um, and then you find out that one goes home and stabs his own eye. And that's sort of weird. You come to find out, uh, eventually, they know that they're stand users at the school. Um, I forget who tells them that. I think... Uh, Isn't it Kobayashi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, he has a picture of this young man. Yeah, well, Kobayashi is very creepy. We've established this. In the last episode, he made comments about yeah. uh, Koichi's sister. I don't know, but I still find him he's charming. Funny. I don't know why. You like him? Yeah, I think I he's like so funny. He makes me laugh. I want to know why he was, like, investigating, like, people... Like, why he's interested in other stand users Maybe, Maybe he just is investigating people so he can guilt them for money. Um, like it's part of his, his bigger plan there. I don't know. Or he's just a big creepo. He's just also a big creepo with different flags That's on his shirt. It. With Polaroid pictures of, of high school students. Yeah. Um, so the, we see this kid, Hazamada, and he's like... I forget what he says about him. I don't even know. But eventually, so we know... He, he mentions that he has a stand. Okay. No, well, is, it, is that what... Because there, there was some reason why they wanted to investigate him. Yeah. Well, I know they said they were stand users or, of the school, and so they start going through. Or I guess they thought it was him, and so they, but they didn't know what his stand Yeah, because they, they do. They look at his locker, right? Yeah. yeah. They know to look at his yeah, locker. Yeah, they're just trying to figure out what his stand is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if there's anything I can Did find. Did they? Uh, I guess we don't, we don't remember this episode that well. No, I mean, I remember all the important stuff, but just how it yeah. gets going, I don't remember. Well, it doesn't really matter how they get into it. But they do. Do they ever? So Hazamada has a stand that Josuke finds in his locker. So Josuke uses Crazy Diamond to just rip the door off the locker. Yeah, which is completely rude. Well, he just can bust into some kid's locker. But he can locker. put it back. Oh, that's true. Good point. Yeah. He can put things back together. Does that make it okay? It's still an invasion of privacy. Unbreak my heart. No, locker. Unbreak my locker. <laughs> that, was, that was the first studio recording. Uh, Who's that, Tony Braxton? <laughs> of course. Yeah, it is. That, that could have been the name of his stand. <laughs> Tony Braxton? No, well, yeah, Unbreak My Anything, pretty much, because he can do that. Joe's case. Yeah. That's a good call. Crazy Diamond has nothing to do with fixing stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just a rock that's shiny. Yeah, and, and stupid. And, and not mentally on the level. So we're, we're, in favor, we're more in favor of, of calling his stand Tony Braxton. I'm not doing that. That's no, a bit, like, but like we're, Unbreak My Heart. Uh, Tony Braxton sounds unbreak like it my could heart. be a evil woman in this show <laughs> <laughs> i like unbreak my heart it's a good okay one. but um, it's it's crazy diamond anyway um <laughs> so he he rips, no. he rips the door off the the locker and they find a wooden stand that's made for it's made for artists that need to draw you kind of pose the the doll 
Yeah. I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Is the doll itself the stand, or is it like the stand <sighs> can take over a doll? Okay. You know. I thought it was the stand. So it, why does he keep a st- his stand in his locker? Well, he he. I think it's. I think what it is is he knew Josuke was going to look in his locker, so he puts it there to kind of trap him. Oh, you think? Yeah. How, well, how do you? What makes you think he knew that? Because he seemed to have. He, he did not seem surprised at all. Like he just kind of comes right That's out. True. And he already knew who Joe Taro was. Josuke. Oh, Joe Taro's the. Did he mention going to kill? Yeah, he does. He yeah. did know who Joe, Joe Taro was. So yeah. maybe. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how he learned all this. But anyway, the wooden doll. And, and Araki said, Araki being obviously an artist, the guy who drew the manga and stuff, said, he's like, I think one of these wooden dolls is used for drawing, but I've never really used one. So I don't know why, but he just wanted to use it. I think they are. Yeah, I think you pose them and you start with drawing the basic shapes of the doll and then you, you know, make it an actual person or whatever. Right. Um, so the thing with the stand being the doll or whatnot, what you asked. Mm-hmm. It, so there's stands in the universe, we've seen them in, in the previous arc, where they take something existing and the stand is kind of a modified version of that. Mm-hmm. If you remember in the previous arc, sorry Miles, there was a ship. I don't remember this. It was a rowboat that became like a big like cruiser. Do you remember yeah. that? The gorilla. Right. And there was also the car, which became the huge nasty hot rod. Yeah. So there's some stands, and, th- and, and ordinary people can see those stands, by the way. I thought those were, but I thought... Right. Oh, ordinary people can see that. Yeah, that doesn't okay. come into effect here, though, I don't think. I don't think people could see the wooden one. Um, people could see it. People could see it? Well, people could see it when it was a person. Yeah, that's true, because they talk to, uh, yeah. don't they? The biker guys? Oh, yeah, yes. That's yeah. right. When it's a person. So what we find out is, so the wooden doll morphs into Josuke. Josuke's looking at it, and it morphs into him. And it's a perfect copy, except for the fact that it has a screw right through uh, its forehead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because he says, like, it's a perfect copy, down to the fingerprints. Except, like, except for the screw on his face. Hey, you have a giant screw in your forehead. Nobody looks at anyone's forehead, though. Yeah. I'm looking right at yours right now. Oh, my God. I have bangs. No one will know what my forehead looks like. I hope they don't see the screw in my head. <laughs> uh, so then they have a battle where there's the doll Josuke. When doll Josuke the doll... How many times have I said doll? Doll Josuke the doll. Doll to doll doll. So when this guy stand, which is a doll that can copy other people, when it moves its arm, the person it's copying has to move their arm the same way. Any body part, basically. So we see now this is why the guy killed himself in the beginning. Or not killed himself, stabbed his eye out. They were having an argument about which idol is the best. Then somehow Hazamada took his stand back to this kid's house and copied him, had his stand pick up an, a pencil and jam it into its eye. So the kid had to do that himself. It's an unbelievably petty argument. I mean, yeah, I have nothing. Uh, what, did you guys notice, was it like when the doll lifts his right arm, does Josuke lift his right arm, or is it mirror style and Josuke uh, lifts his left arm? This doesn't matter, but I think I just, it's a mirror. I don't remember. I think it's a mirror. Me neither. Yeah. But so, so first thing that happens is, so he, he's trying to have Josuke stab himself in the eye, and it gets close. It's like in his skin, and he's bleeding a little bit. And then you hear the horrible crunch sound of the pencil going through his eyeball and Josuke falls over. Uh, it's revealed a few minutes later that, uh, oh no wait, before that, um, since Koichi is standing right behind mm-hmm. Josuke and Koichi's very short, Hazamada has his oh, yeah. doll copy swing his right elbow really hard behind him. And so Josuke was standing in front of Koichi, and it knocks Koichi really hard in the face. All the way across the room into All a way, door. Which breaks the door off, I think. Yes. Um, 
And that's later revealed that even though he hit him really hard, Crazy Diamond healed him. Yeah. Like, in that process of, ridiculous. like, hitting him. Not really. I, I, I so. saw that and I was like, this guy is immortal. Not really. Well, he can't, he can't heal himself. Die. He can't heal himself. Yeah, but he had his neck broken in, in previous episodes. Oh, the kid you're saying is yeah, immortal. Oh, the kid. Just, he's just never going to die. Like, nothing can kill him. I guess. Well, he, he made some good friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I would definitely befriend this person. <laughs> Um, so he did He did heal him after he elbowed him. So Koichi is still in pain because he hit the door really hard, but he's still awake. So anyway, then this is when he tries to make Josuke stab himself in the eye with the pencil, and we hear it go through his eye, and Josuke falls over. But really what it was was Koichi was awake um, and used his stand to make the sound mm. as Josuke stabbed himself, or quote-unquote stabbed himself. He didn't really push the pencil all the way into his eyeball. So his stand can make whatever noise. Yeah, I don't know how he made the squishiness sound. Well, it seems like he could just come up with anything, right? Yeah. I guess so. I don't know if it has to record something. Obviously, he didn't have something to squish. Yeah, well, because later in the Mm -hmm. episode, it just makes the train sound. Yeah, I mean, unless he can, like, record and play back if he was, like... I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, I guess it just makes whatever stand. Mm. Whatever stand. Whatever sound. Um, so then I think they just wait, right? And the and the surface guy, Hazamada, is like, let's go kill uh, Jotaro, right? Yeah, so he somehow knows about Why Jotaro. does he know about the Jojos? I don't... The Jojo bros. No, no. Why he knows. They watched They're the previous really seasons. Of they the just show. watched the anime, that's yeah. right. Oh. Uh, or the manga at this point. Uh, no, I don't know if that's part of something we don't know about. I don't know if uh, Keicho, the, the brother who had the bow and arrow, mm-hmm. if he told him what was up. I don't know why he would. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's okay. some knowledge. For I don't know if I've made it clear, there. but yeah. We'll find Mark, out. Mark, do you know? <sighs> I we'll, don't. We'll find out. Um, so he goes and he's like, I'm going to go kill Jotaro, the, the you know, strong dude. Um, so then that's when Josuke reveals, hey, I, you know, I healed you. Kochi's like, yep, I know. So I made that sound effect. So that, you know, and they, they helped each other. So they're a good team. The Pink Floyd team. Yep. Um, so then they realize they have to go warn uh, Jotaro. So they go to a phone booth. Right? I think it's a phone booth. Yeah, it's 1999, so there's still phone booths. Yeah. Uh, and they go to call Jotaro's hotel room, uh, but it's busy. The, the operator's like, hey, someone's already talking to him. Right. And it turns out that Hazamada is using his doll copy of Josuke to make the same voice, and he calls him and says, hey, I got to talk to you. Go to the train station, because he wants to lure him there so he can murder him. So then when they... When the line stops being busy and the real Josuke and Koichi get through, uh, there's no answer because Jotaro has gotten up and left the hotel. Right. He hung up and just dashed out of the room. Just dashed right out. You don't like his like phone habits. Last last time we recorded, oh, yeah, like, yeah. he got like threatened by Red Hot Chili Pepper on the phone. I was just like, anyway, click. Yeah. <laughs> Back to business. He doesn't process anything. He's just also, what is he doing in that hotel room? Nothing? I think he's still thinking about the bow and arrow and uh, somebody mentioning Dio and I don't know. Maybe he's just enjoying the hotel while he's So he's, he's just there. doing nothing and then as soon as he gets a phone call, he suddenly is all action. Maybe that's why. Maybe he's like, thank God, I have something to do. <laughs> he's just sitting around waiting until like someone gives him a call. I don't he's know, maybe studying he like dolphins. Just waits by the phone maybe like a jilted lover. Researching yeah. and like reading the newspaper and trying to find it, like who the next stand user could be because he wants to... Maybe he's just like running up the Speedwagon Foundation's tab or something. He's getting mm-hmm. room service night after night. Actually, I don't know. He might be there on his own dime. Who knows? So he, anyway, so he gets up to go and Josuke and, and Koichi realize like, okay, he must have left the hotel. 
you know, damn it, Hazamada is going to try to kill him. So the big thing they do here, really, which uh, helps them in the end, is they uh, will. Is it before, like, the biker thing? Is that before the sound effect? I, th- yes. I forget. So first thing is, is they run into two, uh, uh, the bad guys run into two uh, bikers. No, right? before that, they run into all these, like, ladies who are in love with oh, yeah. fake Josuke. They're in love with a copy of Josuke, uh. and Hazamada gets very resentful. And something that's weird is he talks to his stand. Yeah. And his stand almost seems to have a separate personality. Yeah. Yeah. The way I explain this away is just that that's just how Hazamada projects things. That it's not really that stands have separate personalities because I don't think they're supposed to. That I think he just kind of has this dichotomy. And maybe it a little bit takes on Josuke's, or it took on Josuke's personality. Maybe. I don't know. They also run into big hair Greedo for a second. Yes, and they hit him with a brick. Yep. And later he's taken to the hospital. I think the end of the episode is like, later, to no one's knowledge, Tamami Kobayashi was admitted to a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm glad he didn't just die on the side of the road. Thanks. I thought he just died. They didn't have, like, the retired thing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we'll see him again. Um, Hope not. So then they run into these biker guys, and I don't remember why they get into an argument. Something? I don't remember. It, it ends with, with Dal Josuke. Oh, because, um... Uh... One of them, like, he, like, wipes blood on his bike. Really? He, he wipes something on his bike, and he gets pissed that. off, and he starts yelling at uh, Hamazamada. Hazamada. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. So the, the point is, is it's setting up something later. So Daljosuke, like, karate chops the head of one dude, right? Mm-hmm. And the other guy, I forget what he does. With. Oh, he holds him, and then uh, yes. Haza- uh, Hazamada. Hazamada is going to... Give him the shiv. He's gonna. He has like a like an exacto knife, and he's gonna like cut his tongue out or cut his cheek out. He puts it like in his mouth. Mm. But then, suddenly, a shard of glass comes flying at the Josuke doll, which catches it. So the doll's pretty fast. Um, and we see that across the road, Josuke threw it. Josuke and Koichi are there trying to apprehend them, stopping them from getting to the train station to murder uh, Jotaro. And. And he's like, why did you throw this glass at me or something? I don't know. But eventually we look and we see that Josuke explains that he had actually broken a bottle. And by throwing that shard of glass, the bottle reforms into itself around the doll's hand, which breaks it off. So it weakens him a little bit. How does he have that? Like, he can assemble things from across the street? See, I I wrote that down. I don't know. It's very inconsistent. And I mean... You know, the manga, it's harder to tell, like, distance and timing. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like earlier in the episode, when they're in that hallway, um, they're ki- he's kind of like, oh, you're out of range. You can't hit me, you know, when the, yeah. do- when the dolls copied him. Mm. So it's like, if he's in range to reform that glass bottle, how is he not also in range to have the copy make him, you know, hit himself or something? Yeah. So it's a little weird. I don't know. We can pretend that it would have happened more instantaneously, you know, that he threw the glass, like, all together and it reformed. I don't know. Maybe he can touch stuff and it reforms later? Yeah. It's not really clearly explained. No. Anyway, they break off the bad doll's right hand and they run away. And we find out that they actually ran ahead to the train station. And Koichi used echoes to make the sound of a train coming. The ding, 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 ding. They put that on the ground. But they somehow also talked to the bikers. Oh, yeah. Because they find out that everyone's meeting at the train station. Yeah, what, do they double back? Uh, I don't know. 
Maybe one went ahead. Maybe Koichi went ahead. Yeah. They chased him. Yeah, it's a little weird. Anyway, so they, they, they put down this thing that uh, will make like the ding, ding, ding sound of a train coming. So then we see the bad guys running towards the train tracks. And they're like, we're way ahead of the other guys. You know, the train's coming, so we'll use the big walkway. We'll go up and then over the tracks. But as they're going over the tracks, and they're like, yeah, we're going to win. We see Jotaro, we're going to kill him. Um, we then see the good guys, Josuke and Koichi, running across the tracks. And they're like, wait, but what happened to the train? And it turns out that it was just the fake sound effect of a train coming. Right. So going over the tracks somehow was slower than no, they... real Josuke and Koichi talking to the bikers and running to the train yeah, station. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah, because if they were just in a race, sure, running straight across the train tracks on foot would be faster than going up the stairs to a walkway and then down the stairs. Right. But, yeah, then how did the bikers know? Because... Yeah, I guess they could have been... They just could have been like, go this way. I don't know. Yeah, I think they mentioned it. But, but so anyway, so they see that, that Josuke and Koichi have gotten to Jotaro first, and they explain everything. They don't show them, but they just kind of show somebody talking. You don't hear it, but mm-hmm. they just kind of explain what's been going on. And it seems like they've been beaten, right? In like just a battle yeah. of wits. But then you look at the reflection of Josuke in the glass of the store, and it's really the doll copy is inside the store. And it's trying to make uh, Josuke do something, I think. Oh, yeah, he's going to stab Jotaro in the yeah, back of the he neck. He takes mm-hmm. Jotaro's pen. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Jotaro is turned away for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably smoking a cigarette. From writing in his notebook. Mm. Um, <laughs> smoking is deadly. Yeah. That was the alternative name for he this He couldn't arc. be writing in his notebook, Mark. Why not? Because he, he had his pen. Well, maybe he had two pens. It's impossible. <laughs> That's true. No one has two pens. Um, so, you know, Hazamada using the doll is forcing Josuke. He's going to stab Jotaro in the back of the of the neck or the head with a pen. And he's like, this is great. It'll be an instant kill because Jotaro normally is very fast. He can stop time. Um, but before he can make Josuke do it, the bikers from earlier uh, knock him out or beat him up. Yeah. And they're like, thank God that Josuke kid told us where you'd be. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool. But as Miles points out, when did they have time to tell them? They right. leave a note? <laughs> I don't know. So it's almost like they, they broke off the they doll's just, like, hand. Ran into, they probably just like ran into him and, and they were like, hey, have you seen... Oh yeah, maybe maybe they started chasing right after them or something. Yeah. Maybe. And he was like, hey, but he's going to be over here. But then they're like, we're going to take you out back. And I was like, are they going to yeah. rape him? That's what I said to Jackie. I was like, we're gonna, they're like, we're going to take you out behind the bathroom. I'm and like, I, what? I didn't think that. Yeah. I thought they just wanted to beat the shit out of him. I imagine so. I don't think that Araki wanted to imply. That... Maybe both. Maybe both. I don't know. Why these not were, both? These were nice bikers. They, well, they took out a bad guy. That's so true. I like them. So, yeah, they go, they go in the back and uh, beat him up. Just beat him up. And so he's kind of retired. <laughs> Just beat him up. Nothing else happens. Beat him up with benefits. Uh, no. Ew. <laughs> uh, and that really seems to wrap things up, except towards the end, we see the stand of Red Hot Chili Pepper appear. And I forget what he says. I don't know what he's... Isn't he just like, these guys suck or something like that? Yeah, he's like just that. like, what an idiot. Oh, maybe, maybe, that, maybe, he, maybe Red Hot Chili Pepper was like coordinating with... Um... Her. Oh yeah, Hazamada. Yeah. To tell him maybe about Jotaro and stuff that he's really yeah, because Red yeah. Chili Pepper definitely wants to kill Jotaro as well. We yeah. know that. But why? And he had the bow and arrow too. Yeah, yeah. So we well we we figured he still had it, but yeah. Maybe he gave that kid powers, and he was like, 
hey, help me out. Yeah, maybe he's the one who shot him with the bow and arrow, too. Probably because he's a weird electric chicken man. Yeah, it's like an ugly, unfinished <laughs> chicken stand <laughs> that is electricity. Yep. Yeah, and named and Red Hot Chili and Pepper. And called Red Hot Chili Pepper. And we don't know what the stand user's name is or what he looks like. Okay. That's true. We just know that his stand is a weird electric chicken man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, episodes six and seven. Let's come up with a better name for that electric chicken man. What's a better music? I like reference? Red Hot Chili Pepper. What's a give it away? Oh, what's a I don't know. Better. You tell me. I don't know. One weird I feel thing. Like there is. There's gotta be. He. There was another like um, English Japanese. Uh, Go ahead. Discrepancy. Oh. Uh, ah! Like surface is surface and he said show the subtitle said show off yeah and it's awkward too because at one point they the word surface appears on screen and yeah. they say yeah. surface but it says in subtitles show off it's super confusing like Who if you, you didn't know yeah if you didn't know how this works the fact that look we can't say the name of the band or whatever so we ha we come up with an alternate like you'd be very confused like these guys don't know what they're subtitling i mean in in the previous arc there were characters Oingo and Boingo, and they're named Zenyata and Mondata. Very confusing. Maybe surface means show off in Japanese. No. No? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Maybe the English, like, Roman, Romanized surface means... Safisu. Yeah, maybe that means show off in Japanese. What? I don't know. I don't think the I think I the Crunchyroll guys doesn't. usually just go for. Sorry, I was trying to be I nice. I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you thought I was serious? Why don't you like uh, Electric Chicken Man as a name? Electric Chicken Man. That's not a musical reference. It needs to be a musical reference. Is it? But you also don't like Red Hot Chili Pepper. No, because I think Red Hot Chili Pepper should be something. Red. Red. Hot. Uh, maybe Chili fire related. related, not electricity related. He looks like um, a, a Zapdos. Yeah, it's a bird like with electricity. A, I'll give you that. Yeah. Like uh, a less noble Zapdos. Podcast listeners, tell us what you would suggest to be a better name for the Red Okay, Hot Jackie! Really getting that, that, that fan interaction thing going, huh? Gotta, yes. gotta shout out the fans. Email it to us at uh, we don't have an email address. Sure, we, we do. Com. Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Oh, That's I didn't know that. J O J O. <laughs> Jackie, if you can't spell Jojo's, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Oh no, the oh. cough is back. Oh no. And this is the last episode with Jackie. <laughs> I die after this. In loving memory. Spoilers. Uh, the... I voted off because I can't spell JoJo. <laughs> voted off. What do they say in Survivor when they vote someone off? In Survivor? Yeah, that was the original like vote off show, right? They say you're fired. No, you they, that's the apprentice. You are the weakest link. No, you're fired. Um. I don't know. They just put yeah, out. I think they, they don't give them a rose. They just put out the fire. Okay. Okay. So here's one thing I, I wanted want to point out is that, so uh, they the, say, get out of here. <laughs> get the f off the island. <laughs> You're not gonna stop me from cursing. Please don't curse. Thank you. I mean, it's too late. You already did it. What are we gonna do? I don't know. You, Can, you could make me beep, bleep it. I guess. Bleep it. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, Every time you think Mark's gonna curse, just be like beep. Anyway, beep. Uh, so the lock is a stand, and so therefore its name should be a musical reference, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Now I saw should be Love Lockdown. Mm. Kanye West. It's like twenty years in the future. We're all thinking of you, Kanye. Yeah, 
Oh, you guys aren't? No, I mean, I, am. I, I, want him to I be hope okay. he's okay. I, I hope just, he's a stand one day. I was just thinking. I was oh, like, that'd be so cool. It interrupts you. We need a stand for Kanye. Um, you could do a lot of fun. Uh, or, uh, well, I would think that he'd be a character. Yeah, I wanted to get into the character naughty notes. Character named Kanye. Well, 808s and Heartbreak would be an interesting like pair of stands, I think. Yeah. This, this show, if you don't like anime, but you like music, you, this show could be for you, maybe. But, I don't like music, so. That's true. <laughs> when it comes to how much you like Donna Summer's song, you just like hearing, you just like reading the lyrics. Pretty much. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so The Lock is supposed to be a reference to some album called The Rock. But, and that's according to this like fan wiki. But the thing is, is when the, the, uh, the Lock name comes up, um, on uh, on like the manga or on the anime screen, it has Japanese kanji above it, and the Japanese kanji literally means lock. Oh. So because of the stand, it would make sense for it to be a musical reference. And why would you name it something so obvious as the lock? So it might be a musical reference, but I'm not entirely convinced. It's love lockdown, Kanye West. <sighs> sure. Doom, 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 doom. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything else? Any other feelings or thoughts? About the reflections. Yeah, I don't want to hear anything have, else from you. I have feelings. About the show? Yes. What are your feelings? I thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I personally am, am eager to move into a big plot. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, That's it. We just, it was only two episodes I of digression. That's I'm not it. that scared of Red Hot Chili Pepper. I want him to be scary. Mm. I want whoever the big villain is to be scary. Yeah, because it's it's like Dio. We're you seven think he's the big in. villain? Where's Dio? You can't just shrug. Nobody could see that. I wanted you to keep talking, or react to my shrug. Oh, I. He might not be the big villain. Well, we think we. Well, I don't know if he. Angelo was the big villain. You think that he might be the big villain, but he was shot with an arrow by uh, Keicho. Nijimura. But do you think that, that he might just be powerful enough to be the big villain? No, I think he might not be the big villain. Because I wouldn't say that he would be the mastermind, because how could he be, I don't think. Because somehow that bow and arrow got from Egypt, right. from Enya, mm-hmm. to, to this town, and probably for a reason. And someone mm-hmm. mentioned Dio's name. So, I did, just now. Well, yeah. It was Jackie. No, was in the me. first episode they do mentioned. You want, People do you want to replay Dio, this? Though, since, I don't need to. Since like every single episode, it's all yeah. about Dio. And whenever they mention Dio, his name's in all caps. He's scary. By the way, Just probably a mention, uh, a, a reference to Ronnie James Dio, rest in peace. Metal legend Ronnie James Dio. Holy Diver? Don't know it. Holy Diver, you've been out too long in the midnight uh, sea. I'm so happy. Oh, fuck, damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm so happy you picked up on it so I could stop Mark, singing. please don't curse. Gosh darn it. Dio also means God in Spanish. That's true. Dio. Oh, cool. Dio. Yeah, Miles had to say it that way to be like, oh, it is Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah. Narcos. Ronnie James Dio also did a... <laughs> no, I think Holy Divers is most famous. It's a good album. Title track off a good album. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we don't really know who the big bad is. We know that... Red Hot Chili Pepper is uh, a problem. He give killed. it away, give it away, give it away now. They have other songs. You could have been very... What, I got you got to give it to me right now. All I'm doing is watching the levels and making sure this doesn't spike. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know what that's you're doing. Scar tissue, scar tissue, guys. Okay. Oh. Anyway, uh, 
I was trying to think if I wanted to do any like more singing of that song. I don't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so it's it's funny. I said to Jackie, I was like, I kind of wish there was like a side like JoJo's we could watch because like we we used to consume more like every night or every other night we'd watch it. Now it's it's been fun discussing it and, and recording it and stuff. But I think we should just like, rewatch part three. Mm. Or part two. Just watch it with Miles, but not record anything about it, and then just mention it in glance. No, I don't, I don't want to know anything in passing. Okay. I'm not saying with Miles. I we just... could watch. Uh... Oh, you don't want me to be there? Well, well I think know. you and I should watch. I think once a week is enough. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, I will not. Give it away! Give it away! Give it away now! I think Jackie, you and I should watch the uh, the OVA, the home video they released for part three in the 1990s. Okay. Because uh, it's good and it's such a contrast from this. Uh... By the way, the name of the company that made this anime is called David. <laughs> it's just it's, if you look at the credits, it'll say a David production, yeah. written in English, um, and maybe Katakana as well. But we we could watch that. I think it's a, a good contrast to see how different studios adapted and how drawing styles were so different. Uh, Miles, you can do whatever you want in between. You're damn right, I can. Yeah, I like the drawing style. It's grown on me. I think it's great. I really like this. I like the colors too. I think the colors are very wacky, but they're they're yeah. they're cool. That's how a lot of the cover artwork was, because, uh, again, you know, remember that manga is almost always black and white in its weekly form or monthly form. And the times you see it in color, it's very stylized. It might be like the cover of the magazine it appears in, you know, Jump magazine. Or maybe when they make the comic into a book, like a graphic novel you can buy, the cover is colorized. Mm. Um, those colors are usually, you know, very fantastic, fabulous like purple and green and stuff like that. And a lot of times the character's lips will be different colors too. Almost like they're wearing lipstick. Um, maybe they're wearing lipstick. Maybe they are. But so in the anime, I think they're kind of uh, doing the same sort of color combos. But anyway, yeah. Um, go ahead and follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, like the track with that little heart button. Uh, please. Please do it. Do it though. We really need you to do it. We don't. And we don't also, it's not that. I the mean, stakes it, aren't that high. It'd be high. nice. Comment your suggestions for the better name for Red Hot Chili Pepper, because I want to yeah, know. Yeah, just picture if you haven't watched the show or you don't feel like looking up Red Hot Chili Pepper JoJo. Imagine like a a chicken, <laughs> a, a man chicken with no feathers, yellow, all yellow. It's all yellow. It's got like a bumpy sort of like forehead crown. It's a very ugly character. And it's just it's electric. You know? Yep. You didn't want to say boogie, woogie, woogie? No. So he's like an electric chicken. Oh, is that what you wanted me to do? Yeah. That's fine. The moment's gone. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. <sighs> it's past. Um, yeah. So let us know a better name for what I just described. And don't say electric slide. That one's not that good. Well, it's okay. Okay. It's All right. Okay. Bye. It's, Jackie's right. <laughs> Into your eyes